Well, as I uh, shared earlier, uh, we're going to spend just a little bit of time this morning uh, recapping uh, our journey through the Advent season as we have uh, celebrated the gifts that we receive in Christ. Uh, before we talk a little bit about that recap, though, let me take you all the way back to what started our series. And Michael, will you play that uh, video for us? So what does it mean for Jesus to be close to me? So what, what does uh, being close to Christ mean? What it means for Jesus to be close to me is to know that I am never alone, that he is always with me. Um, and I'm reminded in Matthew uh, 28, 20, that uh, he will be with us always until the end of the age. It makes me feel good because I know that I'm safe with him all of the time. For me, being close to Jesus and Jesus being close to me, is an inner peace and comfort that's really allowed me to be a better person to people around me. Well, Jesus is close to me because he said he would never leave us. And he also said, I am the way, which I take to mean that he's guiding us every day in our daily walk. He says, I am the truth. He gave us instructions on how to behave and he says, I am the life, and it is a life full of blessings. That Jesus is in your heart. It means for me a more productive life. Everything from hygiene to service, um, you know, giving away food on the third Friday of every month. And to me, um, experience Jesus is close to me is when something it is hard to tell uh, but you find you're comforted from the above. It's kind of a feeling of it's secure, more secure and just nice, you know, to kind of like there's a friend there. You know. I think what it means to me is that simply I don't have to worry about anything. Christ has got me, he understands me, he knows what I want, and he'll give me more than I could ever imagine. I think I feel closest to Jesus when I spend time with him. It's, it's a relationship. So it's like spending uh, time with your friends and your family. You feel closer to them the more time you spend with them. And the more I draw closer to him, he draws close to me. Jesus being close to me means that I am comfortable, I am settled, I am happy and I am not worried about life and I can enjoy every part of every day. I just want to share something that I experience uh, very often and is uh, when I reach that special peace that surpasses all understanding, it only happens through Christ. When I ask for Him, you know, if I am far from Him, I don't feel it and only when I pray and I feel close is when I feel that peace. To be next to Jesus, it's like being with your best friend. I think for me is to remember and experience the fact that he gives us the power to do what it is he asks. He's not there just giving us instructions and leaving us on our own. He's actually there in the moment, in the time, giving us both the confidence and the encouragement and the skill to do what it is he asks. Unto us. 
Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. Unto us. This journey, we've been looking at the prophetic voice from Isaiah, which gave uh, the promise of Jesus centuries before his birth. And we've been reminded of the four gifts, as we've mentioned throughout this, this uh, journey together, hope, peace, joy, and love. And so what we want to do today is remember some of those Bible verses and also, um, uh, music has a way of just reinforcing uh, some theological truths in our minds. And so what I'd like for us to do today is we, we're going to need four volunteers. So be thinking if you're willing to volunteer. And uh, we're going to read a passage that we've covered during uh, this series. And then we're going to sing a song, just one verse of a song, uh, that uh, corresponds to that gift. And here's the kicker. Uh, in our faith tradition, we've been called the people, people of two books, the Bible and the songbook. And so the songs we're going to sing are not necessarily Christmas carols, uh, but they're songs that reinforce these gifts uh, throughout the year. And so we need, uh, Pastor Brian, we come up. Pastor Brian is going to play uh, our gift giver. And, um, and uh, we need uh, our first volunteer to come up and be willing to read a passage. Okay, Katie, will you come up? We'll need <clears throat> three more. So if you don't think you got en enough gifts this morning, okay, there's, there's more opportunity. One? So um, why don't you pick the one with the white uh, lid? I'm Alice. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And you can wait here. We'll okay. do the we'll do okay. the next oh. one. So <clears throat> does it feel heavy, light? No, it feels light. Well, it feels let's, light. Let's see what's in it. Can you open it? You're welcome. You see a verse there? I do. It says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a son. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. Thank you. Thank you. And that's from, and I'll take that, and that's from Isaiah uh, chapter 7, verse 14. And in the first week, of the series, we talked about this incredible gift of hope and the reality of uh, the miraculous and mysterious birth of Jesus is, uh, and I don't expect you to remember a sermon from four weeks ago, okay? Uh, but what we talked about here is we have a human problem, our sin challenge, our sin problem that we can't fix on our own and we needed a divine solution. And God gave us a divine solution by giving us Jesus. So thank you, Katie. Thank you. And so now we're going to sing uh, what hymn number? Hymn number 406, uh, The Solid Rock, and listen for cues of the hope of Christ uh, in this one verse. Okay? And if, if you need a hymnal, there are more red ones in the back. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest spring, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. 
guys did great. You can sit down for a little bit. Did you hear the clues of hope? Celebrating the gift of hope. We have been celebrating the gift of hope through that song for, for ages. Okay, second gift. All right. A second gift. I think the gold one might be the one to go for. It's the smallest one. Sometimes the smallest the best. <laughs> All right, you can step right here and read that Bible verse, please. Thank you. Yes, thank you. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government, and peace there will be no end. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And Pastor Brian, this was a, a sermon that Pastor Brian uh, shared with us. Do you want to share any comments on that uh, passage? Yeah, this is only two verses of what is a very rich passage in the beginning of Isaiah. And what I like about it is it highlights how God has been present and actively working for his people past, present, and future. We see reminders of God's provision, and uh, it ends with a note on joy. And we talked about how joy rooted in God just simply cannot be shaken. Uh, and as people of Christmas were filled with that joy, so the other item in the gift was the hymn we'll sing next, which is joyful, joyful, we adore thee which is number seven. Number seven, so, one verse. We've already shared a little bit of this song. And so this will, uh, you should know it really well. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to stay seated, you can stay seated. All right, we need another volunteer. Okay. Yes. I wonder what it is. I'd, I'd go yes. for the brown one. Uh, the, the brown one. <laughs> yes. uh, the, this one there. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like hot potato. That one there. Do you mind reading that for us? Sure. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and the little child will lead them. Isaiah 11.6. Thank you. Thank you very much. From this uh, week, we celebrated the gift of peace. And that is such a, a famous passage, often misquoted, right? Uh, how's that most often misquoted? The lion will lie with the lamb, I think. Is that mm -hmm. right? But it's really the wolf is the most accurate translation there. You see a lot of art uh, around this. But really, the, the, the message, the deep message behind this is 
the um, hunted will no longer be um, hunted, right? And the predator will no longer be able to harm the prey. And that in the fullness of God's time, when God redeems and renews all things, there will be this incredible eternal peace that we will have. No more war, no more violence, no more fighting, no more um, hardship between people, that there will be this full reconciliation in the promise of God because of the work and the life of Jesus Christ. And so what a beautiful, beautiful um, promise we have from Isaiah chapter 11 there. And so our song that reinforces this is a song, uh, It Is Well With My Soul. We'll sing one verse, and that's verse uh, uh, number 410. So the next time you sing that song, which we sing often all year, uh, be reminded of the peace of Christ. And then we need one final volunteer. Who's willing to come up? Rebecca. Rebecca. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Thank you. And uh, that passage was from Isaiah uh, 53, 5. And during this week, we celebrated the love of Jesus. And uh, what incredible demonstration of love. You know, the Bible tells us that uh, this is love, uh, that uh, Christ died for us even when we were still sinners. That Christ loved us first even before we loved him. And here we see, we talked about in this passage, in this uh, teaching time, the great exchange. That, that Jesus gets all of our iniquities, all of our sins, all of our transgressions, and we get his life, his love, his joy, his peace, his, uh, his hope his grace, his compassion. We get all those wonderful gifts from him, and he takes on these things from us. Our last song is um, just a terrific song. Is it uh, what number? 208. 208 in your hymnal?
You may be seated. And so we took this journey of celebrating the gifts of Jesus foretold through the prophet Isaiah uh, so many centuries before the birth of Christ. And we're so grateful as we celebrate the birth of Jesus today, as we celebrated the birth of Jesus uh, last night in our Christmas Eve service, we're so grateful for God's faithful promises to us. And so even as we lean into a new year, uh, my hope is that you'll experience in a fresh new way all the promises of God in your life. We want to end our service today um, with uh, the celebration of communion and uh, receiving uh, the bread and the cup. Uh, Jesus gathered with his disciples as he was uh, right on the threshold of fulfilling the mission for which God sent him to die for the sins of the world, to rescue us and to redeem us. He gathered with his disciples to have a final Passover meal together. And he looked around the table with them. As I imagine he would look around this room today, and he took the bread and he broke it. And when he took the bread, he gave thanks. And he said, this is my body. It's given for you. And then he, he took the cup and he poured the cup. And he said, this cup is, represents my blood, which is shed for the forgiveness of the sins of the many. This is a new covenant I now give to you. And he poured the cup, and they shared the cup. We are challenged and, uh, by our Lord that every time we take the bread and every time we take the cup, that we're to remember him. We're to remember him with gratitude. We're to remember him by offering up to God our lives in commitment to him. We're to remember him by uh, confessing our sins before him and asking once again uh, for his forgiveness. And so now let me invite you just to bow your head and to close your eyes. And let me just now invite you to whisper a prayer of gratitude for the gift of Jesus today, this Christmas day. Now let me invite you to whisper a prayer of confession. Confess your sins before God, just between you and God. And now I invite you to confess or pray a prayer of commitment to God. Commit to living your life for Him today on Christmas Day, and all the days that follow. God, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus. We pray now as we receive the bread and the cup that we would experience him today, this Christmas Day, in a fresh and a new way. In Jesus' name, amen.